Welcome to the God Loves You Period, the podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Terry. And I'm Amy. And we are joined by... And I'm Jason. Yay! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Scott, why do we have Jason here today? I have no idea, Amy. Why is Jason no, here? Jason's okay. our communications director. He makes all these podcasts be and sound amazing after we kind of ramble a little bit. But the reason we've by invited... We, Terry means her. <laughs> the yes, reason me. why we have Jason here, not just behind the recording, you know, microphones, but in front of it, is because today we are talking about faith and social media. And he's the guru. Oh, he knows. He's the expert here. Absolutely. And uh, First United is in a sermon series called There's an App for That. And uh, Jason has been working hard these past few months developing that app. Uh, but we want to kind of dive a little bit deeper into uh, how, how we as Christians should engage with social media. What are the dangers of it? How does it help grow our faith or help our witness? if at all. <laughs> so, uh, but before we get started, we have a few get to know you questions. So for all of us, were you an early adopter to social media or did it take you a while before joining? So this is like the early 2010s. I actually went on Facebook in 20, 2007 or eight. Whoa. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. 2008, I yeah, thought. I, I, okay, well, yeah, I guess that's a good may, point. Maybe earlier, than, I don't know when Facebook came out, but fair, when Facebook was only for college students, when mm -hmm. it first kind of started, there was a group of team members from the Warren Willis camp that I was heavily involved in as a leadership position that had created a negative group already back early in the days. And I was told about it, so they I went on social media so I could kind of track what that group was doing. Ooh. Yeah, I definitely thought I was Spine. not an early adopter, but I know um, I was living in Germany, and uh, I had friends who were on this new Facebook thing, and so I took a look at it, and I was like, wow, this is pretty cool. How about you, Jason? So I am such an early adopter that I was on social media before Facebook. MySpace. <laughs> uh, well, even before MySpace. I had a MySpace account. Oh. I forgot about yeah, MySpace. MySpace oh my was before all that. Wow. So I had a live journal. Ooh. I have not even heard of that. Yeah, see, this is this is going back to like 2003, 2004. Oh, wow. Um, then, of course, a MySpace, uh, a Facebook, an Instagram. Uh, I have probably been on every single social media at some point or another that exists in America. So yes, I'm What's your favorite doctor. one, Jason? You tweet? None of them. None of them? <laughs> All right. So my mom didn't allow me to get MySpace. Man, those Cuban moms. They no, are Cuban tough. moms Until are what age, strict. Not never. I was never allowed to have your a mom MySpace. still doesn't know your own social media <laughs> until Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. He did? Oh, you didn't know that? Oh my gosh, no. Well, MySpace just didn't become as popular once Facebook came on. But I got a Facebook my sophomore year of high school because she didn't know what it was. And so for about two years, I was just, and that was the good old days before the parents and the grandparents got on Facebook. And if I go back and see what I posted and like, 2009, 2008, I'm just horrified of <laughs> the embarrassing things. Not because it was inappropriate, just because it was silly. So, uh, but I had a Tumblr. I had. I had Tumblr. Tum Tumblr. I had was, nope. a Tumblr in high school, Instagram in college. Yep. Twitter is not my favorite. Um, I used to X. love Twitter. X. 
X you, now. Yeah, yeah. Twitter. Oh, yeah, I, I, that's gone when, Twitter, when Twitter got nasty in the at some point, but it, yeah, I, I, I kind of like Twitter. Mm-hmm. LinkedIn has even turned into being Facebookish. Yeah. I despise LinkedIn. <laughs> I, of all the social media ca- channels out there, that's my least favorite. Oh wow! Well, there's a lot of them. So looks like we all were kind of early on the boat. Early on the boat. Well, since we're talking about iPhones. Our theme of the week or months or whatever we're doing this podcast uh, is social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly, or the dark side and the good side, or whatever you want to call it. But we're going to let our youngest member of the team, Miss Social Media herself. Oh, yes. Uh, Amy, I- take the lead and guide us on this because Terry and I are ancient dinosaurs. Well, I, I like social media. I grew up, you know, with... I, I, I do feel grateful that I did not grow up as a child with social media or a middle schooler. I think that would have been really intimidating. But I did have social media when it was a bit different. There wasn't as much pressure to be an influencer or to um, have your life be picture perfect. I mean, the stuff I posted in high school was so dumb. Um, But I want to start off talking a little bit about the dangers of social media. What what are, you know, we, this, this podcast is, we're talking about this from a Christian lens. So what can be some of the downfalls of social media? I'm astounded all the time by the people who feel free to post whatever they think and feel. <laughs> There's like no filter at all or no common decency. Like I have a friend, she uh, is a nationally known quilter and people get on her her website and just blast her sometimes that they think she's doing things wrong or stupid and it's really none of their business and i'm just astounded at that people feel free Mm -hmm. by the anonymity to just or even if they have their name on there well i think i mean it's twofold on that for me i think some of the downfalls one i can say whatever i want to i I would never say that to you in person Mm. but because there's this perceived wall between us i can say whatever on, on that and to be honest, I've probably been guilty of that. Although most of the time, I have a tendency to say what I'm going to think anyhow. <laughs> I also think sometimes, are you that stupid you posted that? Mm. Meaning meaning not not that it was mean or nasty. Maybe some people are going to say it was, it was stupid. It was mean or nasty for me to say that was stupid. I don't need to see some of your trivial life stuff that you felt like was so important to post out Oh, well, and she's posting things having to do with her business. Or, right, right. Yeah, a lot of people now use, I mean, social media is such an integral marketing tool, right. tool mm-hmm. and portion. So. As, as we were preparing for this, though, and ties into this, the dangers of it, ties in right what Sarah said. I was thinking, you know, we probably should bring scripture into a Christian podcast. I know that's difficult for yeah. y'all. So I've opened up my, <laughs> I've opened up my Bible app. Oh, he's such a good Christian. And it said, I, I, I would love to think about when we start thinking about social media, what if you put this on your computer or your phone? Do not let any unwholesome talk come you out of your mouth. You stole my verse. <laughs> Once Continue. again, Terry and her bitterness shows the worth. <laughs> Do not let any unwholesomeness, unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. Ephesians and only 4, that 29. which is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Ephesians 4.29, you're correct, Terry. I mean, I mean the problem is, uh, is what we're posting on social media. Is it building others up mm-hmm. uh, kind of thing? I did some research, Amy. That was oh, what I did. Please do. So these Let's are all from what I will consider reputable sources, meaning newspapers such as the New York Times, the USA Today, and some other mental health things. 
um, saying, and they, I asked, what are the biggest issues with social media? Number one, any guesses? Number one issue. Number one issue, addiction. People are. Nope. That's on there. Addiction's on there. Uh, number one issue, comparison. That's number four. Addiction's number five. Oh, wow. Number one. Cyberbullying? Cyberbullying. Yeah. Okay. Can you. And, go ahead. Go ahead. No. I was going to say, I need a, I need a little primer on. I understand that. And I guess, I guess maybe I, I understand that people get really worried about upset when people blast them. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and that's part of what, that's the other flip side to the thing I can't stand about social media is that essentially so many people give their heart and soul over to these strangers. So you give your own personal power of, and, and listen to a whole bunch of people who you don't even know, tell you that you're worthless and then you believe them. Well, I think you're talking, you're coming from the confidence of a woman who has, has yeah, lived some life. Uh, you, you have a confidence that maybe a 12 year old girl wouldn't have. I would imagine that if I, if I, I mean, I had some issues with bullies in sixth grade. Well, I and had if, issues with bullies, but they just said it to my face. Yeah. Well, exactly. They said it to my <laughs> face, but I would imagine that cyberbullying for if, if you were 11, 12, they're in such a tender age, you don't have the prefrontal cortex ability to have the wisdom sure. of, you know, this, this doesn't matter at, at the time it's everything. Well, and the I sad have... part is that everybody jumps on the bandwagon, right? Like mm -hmm. one person cyber bullies you. And even we see this in human, in human interactions, mm -hmm. one person, like that's why the fight, when there's a fight, all the people grab around because everybody wants to see. And so one person picks on poor little 12 year old girl and then everybody's jumping on teasing yeah. her. I have to say though, it's not just kids that are cyber bullied and it doesn't take uh, you posting anything to be bullied. Sometimes oh. what other people are saying impacts you any. For instance, oh, yeah. uh, mom blogs oh. and mom social oh, media yeah. blogs mm -hmm. are incredibly devastating to new moms who are being held to expectations that Crazy. strangers are creating on the internet. That's a great point. And living under this tremendous pressure right. in their lives to live up to something that is unattainable or right, right. fake to begin with. Good moms work. Good moms don't work. Good well, moms breastfeed. That, good moms that's one of the, exactly. that's the comparison as a joy thief. I mean, I, I think that's one of the biggest dangers for a lot of us on social media is remember social media is showing us the best moment of their day. Yep. And mm -hmm. we compare it to the worst moment of our day. Usually it's what happens kind mm -hmm. of stuff. And 99% and of people on social media don't post bad stuff we never post the crappy meal no we never post you know here's our vacation picture that sucked mm -hmm. it's always it's in it, the we, best the highlight we, we have that comparison it robs us of joy and then we think we don't measure up right. so cyberbullying mm -hmm. includes that where you perceive an unattainable standard right mm -hmm. and whether the other area whether it's right, a podcast you, or a you would YouTube. never have a stranger mom walk up to you and tell you what you're doing wrong or a stranger dad come up to you and say you should be breastfeeding your child. You're a terrible mom because you're not doing that yeah. on the street. But they'll say that on the internet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and I think, too, it's um, bullying can be a form of bullying could be exclusion. Yeah. And when you have Snapchat or Instagram or Insta Reels or uh, like Insta stories, you can see that you're being left out on something. Right. I mean, right. I, I see my nieces who are 14 and 15 and they'll be on Snapchat and be like, I wasn't invited. Why, well, why didn't I get invited? Why didn't I get to go? Well, and and so it's just a constant reminder of being on the outside. Or, you know, there, there was a time I was having a conversation with one of my friends 
This is, this is early on. This is 2011, 2012 or something like that. And it was, how do you have so many followers and I don't? Mm. Oh, my word. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And he, he's like, I was on your page the other day. You, you've got like, I don't know, a thousand followers. You're a pastor. Or whatever. I'm whatever. He was too. Oh, okay. Uh, kind of <laughs> You're just a better pastor. <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh but my truth gosh. hurts. <laughs> um, anyhow, but but I'm like you know, but I, but we're comparing ourselves, sure. and we can we there are stories of people who are devastated because they posted a picture and they only got five likes. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely, mm-hmm. kind of thing. So that that that's that's part of the. What are the other negatives with social media? Addiction. Yeah, I I think we talk about how, you know, if people were to look at your iPhone or I'm sure Android does it, too, can show you your screen time. Oh, I know it's so bad. If someone was saying, hey, I've been drinking for eight hours a day, you'd be like, you have a problem. (laughs) But nobody's saying that about social media or the time that you're spending on screen time. And and there are studies that show I literally saw an article about this yesterday about children. I have a, a friend of mine who has a two year old and she has not introduce screens to the kids and there are studies that show that if the kids who have screen time whether that's the phone the tv whatever youtube videos games um are developmentally delayed than those who don't who who don't have any so it is even these little kids and i mean i know i i would be you, as a new parent, you need a break. Here, this is the babysitter. Like, take take the. I don't blame yeah, them I at mean, all. We're jumping on cell phones about that, mm-hmm. but our kids watch a lot of TV. Yeah, yeah, it's a similar, I mean, a similar, a similar, similar issue. Thing. On that. VCR. Although I do think it's interesting. Mm-hmm. There are the studies that are, or not studies, reports that mm-hmm. uh, you know Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and that crew did not let their kids have cell phones, yeah, most mm-hmm. smartphones, mm-hmm. which kind of tells you something a little bit about. Oh it. yeah, the so there's a great Netflix uh, documentary, yeah. the social dilemma. That's phenomenal, and social I'll, dilemma. Yeah, highly recommend it. And a lot of the creators of those apps, the creator of Pinterest, doesn't let their kids. Okay. Go on Pinterest. And on, on that screen time stuff, it's also, it's not just screen time. It's just the amount of time you waste. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about the productivity in the day, you know, no offense to the church staff, but what would happen if I said you couldn't be on social media during the day? Because I see what time you post. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so it's part of my job to that, be on social media. But, uh, mm-hmm. It's part of your, to post on the church site, right? Uh, right. But we start posting our lunch pic, uh, you know. So statistically, humans look at their phones an average of 1,300 times per day. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. So 1,300 times. Do you look at anything else 1,300 times a day? I mean, that's that's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a big distraction and a time times sucked. a day. Yeah, I, I, I came up with this. I found this. This is from uh, Forbes, so another reputable article from May of 2023. 60, over, over 60% of the world are on social media. It's 4.9 billion people are on social media, and they average, 4.9 billion average, two hour, about two hours and 30 minutes a day just on social media. Oof. That's not, not on not on your phone, not text, not text messaging, not podcast, not, podcast, not two hours and twenty four minutes on so, or 20, 25 minutes on social media. Mm-hmm. Well, remember these these companies are not stupid. They're not. It's a they, dopamine. It's hit. a dopamine hit. Every I mean that's why things like Reels have become so popular because you can just keep swiping up and there's a new video to entertain you over and over and, and over again. And it does bother me that I'll have a conversation. Like I, I'm preaching this Sunday on uh, an app, and I mentioned the app in my sermon, 
And I typed it in my sermon notes, and I Googled the picture of the app so I could have it to put on the screen. My phone has blown up with Instagram and Facebook mentions about that app. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Not happy about that, Google. I even had, one time I was buying um, a baby gift for a baby shower of a friend of mine, and a company sent like formula to my parents' house. What? And they're like, do you have something to tell? This was before I was married. And they're like, Amy, is this an announcement? Do you have something to tell us? I'm like, I have no idea why baby formula got sent to the house, but it was like a sample of because baby formula. Because you bought well, some, because like I bought some baby bottle warmer. Companies have been doing this for a long, long yeah. time, well mm-hmm. before social media, it's just made it easier on that. Yeah. I did say, we're talking about the negatives of social media, and probably at some point we're gonna need to move off the negatives, but uh, one of the articles I was reading is cyberbullying, mental health issues where we talked about time, comparison is a joy thief and addiction, yeah. but it talked about social media, anxiety has ri- has increased American, American, this is all U.S., uh, anxiety, stress, emotional stability, increased our lower, it's lowered our self-esteem, it's made us more ser- sedentary and less sleep. Mm, I believe it. Oh, I yeah. I totally believe it. And something, too, that I think the danger of social media is the um, circulation of false information. Um, Ooh, yeah. We just kind of take what we see as a belief and i wonder how many people's news sources are just fa- oh, gosh, things that yeah. they see on facebook and the or conspiracy twitter. theorists that mm-hmm. propagate twitter well, <laughs> do you know <laughs> do you know who is the largest um distributor of like christian posts russia what they they're like those you know like if you'll see someone post like some jesus hands or or something like that it is like bots that are are producing these like Wow. pictures and quotes and stuff so it, it i could see how we we see something or tiktok is such a distributor of false information i think it's one of the largest distributors of false information because any joe schmo thinks that they are a expert on something and they say it in a really convincing way and then you believe it i would say um in the danger category, but also kind of in the positive category, so it kind of lives in the between, is the false impression of community. Right. Oh, oh good yeah. point. Really good point. True. Yeah. You yeah. feel included, we, we, but we, we, uh, you're really still separated by miles, and you're not yeah, talking to a person. Let's just pull that up real quick. Or you think you see someone post a picture of their kids, and you think of it as an interaction when you've never even talked to them about Oh, you know, you don't need to talk about, tell me about your vacation. You saw all the pictures of it. What right? do you have to talk about? Yeah. Right. And you're like, oh, you know, I mean, how many times have we just sent a text when we could have called? It's such a, it makes such a difference. Oh. But, but on the other hand, it has closed distances between families. It has. Like, I okay. love mm-hmm. on Facebook that I can see what my cousins that live in Idaho What's going on with that, them? That, that is a positive. Here's my thing. So I just had to take it me, took me a second to look it up on my on mine. So old school Facebook. I know it's old school Facebook. I know stuff. me too. Old school. Old school Facebook. So I'm just using Facebook. So I have I have 2,100 people I'm connected with on Facebook. But the human the human brain only has the ability to have significant relationships of less than 150, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many of those? My birthday is in a few weeks. <laughs> Look at that! Dropping nice, that nice. in there. <laughs> you know, send gifts to right, right, right. Uh, <laughs> three three six. And South a bunch Halifax. of people, a bunch of people are going to post on social media, "Happy birthday, happy birthday." 
truthfully, I don't, I, I don't have any interaction with any of those people. The first several years that after Randy died, I would go through and see who had posted happy birthday to him and didn't know he had died. Oh, ugh. And um, not the first year. I couldn't handle it the first year. But and um, it took it probably took three years before some people knew that he had died. Well, I mean, Facebook kind of makes it plug and play, right? They right. send you a notification right. that such right. and such. I will admit birthday. that I think so. I think they Facebook has some sort of algorithm to be kind to um, the family because they don't. It took well. It took. I would say it was at least three years. They didn't give me memories of me and Randy. Huh. They. Maybe maybe I just don't log on enough or something, but it wasn't until recently that there started being memories with mm-hmm. him in it. I so do know. Before we oh. got, I kind of want to push this on and quit talking about all the negatives. So we move to <laughs> so I'm going to wrap up on some of the negative. There, I came across on one of my, from the USA Today, August 4th, 2023, uh, the best apps you can use to help you with social media, to block social oh, media, to, yeah. to limit oh, your... Oh, wow. I used it, one. They said how to break an addiction with social media is give yourself time limits, find other activities you enjoy, stop updating every moment or every activity, uh, or uninstall the app. And then it said, here are the five best, according to USA Today, apps you can use to limit your social media. There's something called App Block. Mm -hmm. There's something called Flipped, F-L-I-P-D. Those are both paid subscriptions. There's something called freedom and self-control and cold turkey. Cold turkey. Uh, Those are all ones. So just encourage you, if you're out there and you're struggling with social media, you can turn the thing off and your life will go on. I use an app called Well Spent. um, And it it kind of shows you. It didn't make USA Scott. Well, I've enjoyed it, but maybe I should try one of the better ones. Tell you how much time you're spending. Yes, it will send you notifications, and sometimes it it could even tell you the tone. Like, do you want me to bully you? Do you want me to be kind? Do you want me to give you education? And so I'm like, bully me! (laughs) Like, tell me, like, you know, (laughs) do you want to use sarcasm? So it'll give you notifications like you've been on there too long. So I like it, and then it'll just lock you out altogether. (laughs) Okay, but I need to know. So I watch a fair amount of YouTube videos, but most of them are pretty like n- interesting, not educational. F- yeah. So well, I don't, I don't feel like there's several excellent ones on Roman Britain on YouTube. Yeah. I highly recommend. Well, I love this minimal mom gal and she, every week she posts. And I don't feel like YouTube, although YouTube can be social media if you're on the comment section, if you really are like reading that. the comments, but I think YouTube can just be a content no different than Peacock or Hulu or Netflix or whatever, depending on how you treat it. It's a little different. Yeah, than, it's kind of in between. It's kind of in between. Well, I think that's a good segue into the still positive time. stuff. I mean, I think you're learning something. You're you're getting a new skill or learning something more about an interest of yours. But yeah. 